TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging. Well, Marcus Pierce here with you and as always, it gives me great pleasure to bring on the co, the founder of Forage Cereal, the incredible chiropractor naturopath himself. He stole the show at the Wellness Summit. He is the co-founder of the Wellness Couch. He's my brother from another mother, the legend himself, Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, brother. <laughs> G'day, Piercey. How are you, brother? I'm tempted Congratulations to... on an amazing event. Oh, well, well, thank you. That's very kind of you. That's very kind of you. I, I'm tempted now to add the word shock jock into your intro because you really just <laughs> stuck it up them uh, at the Wellness Good. Summit in, in, in the most humane, beautiful, entertaining, wonderful way that only you can at the summit. The feedback on your presentation was off the charts. Fantastic. So, thank you for not... Um, um, pulling any punches and thank you for giving it people straight as um, they need to hear it, which is, is something that is harder to do on podcasts and is wonderful to do at events. So thanks for having the courage to do so at the summit. Thanks for saying that, PC. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate that and I really enjoyed sharing with people uh, my thoughts um, and my observations over the last 20-odd years of wellness. It was uh, it was good to be able to share that and and just you know help people feel safer. I think is what I wanted to do. Yeah, and and a lot of people were just so grateful that they that that speakers like yourself have the courage to tell the truth and not just you know the good sides. That there are actually there was a lot of um, feedback on just great to hear someone just speak the truth, and that was just uh, wonderful. So we did meet you and I. Um, I'm I'm going to say the oldest attendee at the Wellness Summit, and I'm not sure if. That's 100% true. We probably may not have met true. everyone there, that's but probably true. I think we can yeah. say that it's true. At the 2018 Wellness Summit, um, Wes Carr and an attendee called Kay stole the show with an incredible finale uh, to day one. It's in all of the highlights videos and it's a remarkable scene. And then um, we saw Kay um, with her sister at the Wellness Summit on the weekend and then Kay introduced us to her mum. Val Lennox, who um, was very happy to tell us that she was 79. You don't have many people in their 70s telling you how proud they are to be a certain age. And Val came up to both you and I, said, I'm 79 and love your message and I'm working (laughs) working on uh, making the rest of my life the best of my life. And so, it just makes sense that it is such a good idea to bring on to 100 Not Out, the oldest attendee at the Wellness Summit. She's 79 and flying. Val Lennox, welcome to 100 Not Out. Welcome to you. <laughs> it, was, it was just fabulous. <laughs> well, it was kind of a new little space for you to be, I suppose, because there was 500 people there trying to learn wellness um, and what to do and how to live a long time. And there you are just, you know, living a long time, you know, 79 years old, pushing on 80. Uh, you've had your ups and downs through life, but you're there with your daughters and you're learning still how to live a long life. And, you know, that's what I suppose inspired Marcus and I. What did you think of you of the weekend? How did you take all that information? Oh, look, I thought it was really good. Um, I'd had a couple of days, only days, which I hadn't felt so good. And after I finished there, I thought, yes, get back into it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful feedback. So, yes, yeah, yeah. No, look. You can learn something from someone all the time. Uh, and and all your speakers there, they were just amazing. 
yes. Ah, that's so, beautiful. Yes, I, I took a lot away from the weekend, yes. Beautiful to hear you say that, Val. Now, you inspire us. Damien and I are often inspired by people that are not just older and wiser than us but are actually living um, their life to the full. As Damien said in the intro, you've had your ups and downs. Let's not start on the dark side though. Um, you told us that you still love to dance and is it true that you um, love to ballroom dance? You are keeping active. Can you share with us some of your some of your, your powerful healthy habits because from what I can tell, you're not a bad dancer. <laughs> no, uh, dancing's always been there. And um, I dance every Saturday night, and um, and where I dance, we have some wonderful people there that are between eighty and ninety, and they're dancing ballroom dancing as good as anyone. So um, dancing just uh, you can just let your mind go off in the songs and the dance, and it's just a wonderful feeling. That's so nice, isn't it? Because my, I remember my grandfather, he passed away, as I said. He's 20 years your senior. He was 20 years your senior, but he loved to dance. And often he'd just walk around the house whistling, you know, whistling a tune that I could imagine he and my nana would have danced to many times in the in the dining room or the lounge room. And um, dancing can bring out a lot of life for a lot of people. I know that Marcus loves to dance, Brett loves to dance, <laughs> and when we go to Ikaria, they love to dance. You know, to have that as a form of exercise and movement must be very special and still to be able to do it at, you know, the, at, at, at 79. Do you expect to be able to do that at 90 and then at 100? What do you reckon, Val? Oh, absolutely, because to me, I've never been one to really like do a regimented exercise, but I can go to the dance and you exercise for three hours without knowing yeah. it. Mm. Without even knowing, yeah. Good point, <laughs> yeah. great point. Yeah, that's yeah. that. That is a, a tenant of of most of the longevity cultures. Is that they don't have a strict exercise regime, but they have a really strong culture um, of movement. From from what from what we've learned from your daughters, Val, you grew up in a in a house full of um, dancers, and 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 from what we understand, that you wanted to be a dancer as, as a career, but it didn't quite pan out that way. Is that something that you uh, reflect on in a way that? makes it even more important for you to dance today that not not to say that there were missed opportunities obviously you raised children and and lived your life but it's always clearly been something that's burnt burnt um within you is that is that a reason do you think that you continue to do it today and you don't succumb to any of the beliefs of oh, i'm too old to dance and i can't do this and i can't do that um yeah probably but it's just something that that i just love and, and yes, um, look, when you've got your down moments, just go to a dance. Mm. <laughs> you just dance and laugh and sing. And everyone at a dance is happy. <laughs> That's such a so, great point. Yeah, it makes people feel happy to, to be dancing and to be around other people that are happy. But I'll tell you something. I'll tell you a little secret, Val, about me. Um, I need a little bit of a tipple. I need a little bit of alcohol before I get my groove on. And uh, and I know a lot of other people need to have a, a couple of little drinks before they find their rhythm, but I heard a rumour that you've never touched alcohol. Is that true? That's true. That's true. I can't believe <laughs> and, it. And you can have the absolute best time because everyone else starts to get a bit drunk. They don't know. They think you're drunk. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true. You should see Marcus once he's had a few. He's hilarious. Well, I went. I was off the grog for about six or seven years, Val. I was a teetotaler, and they were probably my yeah. best dancing days. But no one ever saw it because I was home by nine, eight, nine, nine, nine p.m. But um, one of our great mates, the the late Tommy Hafey, I think episode. Two of 100 not out. He never touched a drink and um, and lived an absolutely fantastic life, had quality of life. So, it's, it's great to hear. But you also grew up in a house where, uh, well, I suppose if we can just touch on some of the, the darker sides and feel free to, to not talk about it if you're not comfortable. But you you married a man that actually had quite a challenge with alcohol. Um how do you work your way through that? I mean, I know that's not a reason why you don't drink because you obviously had your childhood as well. But does that does the, the, those challenges of seeing people really struggle with alcohol make you even more uh, determined? Probably not the right word, but give you the courage of your convictions to not even have um, have have one drink here or there. Um, I think it was just that uh, maybe when I was about sixteen, I tried it once and didn't like it. Didn't like it. And that was only one glass of Tim's number one cup. <laughs> and I didn't like it. And I said, what is the good of drinking when you don't like it? So, and yes, I did go through with um, my ex and I did walk away from that marriage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was best for me. Yes. It's so, um yeah. yeah good yeah well done good to escape that sort of thing and if it's you know if it's not your thing it's not your thing is it now Val I'm interested to know because you're spirited uh what football team do you back for Geelong oh, <laughs> oh they're looking alright aren't they they're looking alright they could get into the into the big one in September they might do alright they might come up against Richmond who knows. Yeah, well, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I uh, when I met you the other day at the Wellness Summit, um, you mentioned that uh, your husband now has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and he's had to go into a care or retirement space. Um, but yeah. you weren't ready for that. Um, and so for you, it was more about finding a place that would allow you to have lifestyle. What do you think – I mean – the, there's a big distinction between retirement and a lifestyle kind of village. What's what's your feeling around that, and why did you choose a lifestyle as opposed to a, a retirement space? Um, look, there there is quite a few people my age in the lifestyle, but a lifestyle it, it gives you um, a gymnasium, it gives you a theatre, and it gives you people and a swimming pool. And I haven't been one to swim because I could never be bothered driving the car to a pool. But yes. since I've been here, yes, I am taking advantage of the pool. And I think it was all of these things and there's just more company for me. Mm. I need a bit of company, yes. Absolutely. Oh, we we, we often refer to um, episode 42 of 100 Not Out where Dr. Michael Woodward's sharing the importance of movement to prevent dementia but also the importance of social engagement to prevent dementia as well. And um, if there's one sure. thing that, that all of us need at any age, it's to have a really strong social group around us. What about um, – and this is a big part of, of, of socialising as well, is your love for travel. Um, we understand that you've been to all corners of Australia and even all corners of the globe, including the States and New Zealand and the South Pacific, but but particularly 
Australia. Many people as they get older really have that mantra of I'm too old to travel or they end up putting labels on it. This might be my last big trip which I think is phenomenal when when people can put such a ceiling um, on things. Tell us about your own love of travel and and what is it that that, um, really sparks a fire within you to continue to want to travel around our country and the world? Well, number one, I don't. I believe there's too much to be seen in Australia without going back to the same place twice. So, hence, I love caravanning. I love moving around in the caravan. And nice. uh, 12 years with Noel, I, we did that. 140,000 k's around Australia. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 140,000 That is so good. Well, wow. well the caravan was... Wasn't one of those that got put away and only used once a year. We used it a lot, mm-hmm. and I am really missing the caravanning now. Um, and <laughs> so I decided to buy a, a camper van, but <laughs> I was putting it up <laughs> about fifteen months ago and had a heart attack. Um, oh, so, <laughs> so, wow! Yes. I, so you've got this camper and and you had a heart attack. Yeah, I was trying to put it up. I was stretching too far. And anyway, I've sold that, but now I've gone Harvey's in an A-van and I have the best friend. She's a lady that's 15 years younger than me and she drives and she can drive the A-van and I go along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I don't actually know what an A-van is. What What is an A-van? Uh, oh, it's a tiny little trailer van that comes up. You, you put the roof up and it looks like an A. Right. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Slanted so roof. And, uh-huh. and they're a bit easier to manage than a camper trailer. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. I gotcha. I camper, gotcha. Camper trailer has, has like a tent effect. Yeah. So this one's got solid walls. So, yeah. Well, that's that's so, probably a bit better, isn't it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Now, I'd like to just shift gears for a moment. Uh, I don't know many 79-year-olds that visit a naturopath. Um, tell us about your health practices. You see a naturopath, you see a chiro. Feel free to give them a shout-out and a plug, but tell us about the way you like to look after yourself. I'm sure Damo would love to know what you eat, but I'd like to know how you look after yourself from a health practitioner perspective. Tell us about your habits there, Val. Um, yeah, I've, I've had a few issues over the years and um, I found that a naturopath uh, gave you the truth mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. gave you the time to talk to them. And yeah. the Cairo, well, she, I always tell everyone, she puts me back together once a month. <laughs> Yeah. Um, is that is that Lauren that you see, Dr. Lauren? Yes, yes. Lauren Kinane. Yes. Yeah, Lauren Kinane. Yes. Yeah, she's nice. a ripper. Lauren she's fantastic. Kinane. Yeah, yeah. She is. She's really good. And um, they understand my situation and have watched me with Noel and go through the heart attack. And um, yes, and, and look, I am 79, so your bones are inclined to move a bit. So, so she she goes and puts me back together. Uh, I go to a myotherapist sometimes, and nice. uh, I'm, I really like natural health. Um, 
I try to do the right thing with my food. Um, I eat miles of fruit and veggies, and um, and I think you have to do that to keep to, to give you the energy to keep going. So, Val, just on that, have you ever been a vegan or did you ever go the carnivore diet? Just wondering. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Just good old no. lots of fruit and vegetables and meat and veg kind of thing. Yep. And and occasionally I've looked at the O blood group diet which says I should have some meat. Yes. So That's because so you've got I, O type blood, right? You've got O type blood. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good on you. Oh, that's very wise. I like that. So nothing too fancy. Didn't go too hard. Have you ever had a kale smoothie? Uh, chaos? <laughs> yeah, ca- you almost. Kale. Have you ever had a kale smoothie? Oh, no, I haven't. I tried kale once. Yes. Um, not to uh, your taste? No, no, not really. Oh, it was a bit. Oh, I couldn't. I didn't get it soft enough. <laughs> Kind of taste a bit. It tastes a bit like you know. It doesn't taste a bit. Yeah, it's not. So the the point I'm making is Val that you're living a wonderful life. You've got heaps of energy. You're bouncing around. You're still dancing. You've never touched alcohol. You're not about to start drinking kale smoothies, and you're living a very well life. And you're 79, turning 80. I just think that's that's the sort of message that we're trying to send to people. It doesn't have to be too too fancy. It's have a lot of fun. Still laugh lots. Move lots have company that's the, all those things that you're doing you're ticking all the boxes it sounds great yeah and and i don't cook a lot i don't cook a lot of sweets uh, you know you keep away oh, not baking sugar. you don't do much baking no not a lot no no yeah, right. now um, we met you uh no. yeah sorry go on go on no we met you over at the forage stand at the wellness summit on the weekend so i know that you have forage in your regular diet but um i'm going to take domo's question because i'd really love to know in the last 24 hours what's been your breakfast lunch and dinner and and snacks in between if you go there oh well i do the the forage usually in the morning um one slice of toast uh and some green tea and uh lunch today oh well because i've been to produce i came home and i had yogurt and blueberries and strawberries and banana for lunch and an apple after nice. that. <laughs> well done. So to, tonight we'll probably, I don't know, soup, maybe something I've made myself, yeah. Well done. So it sounds like you don't eat lots of meat, but you have lots of vegetables. Um, is that fair to say? Would you would you have meat with um, every meal? or Not every meal, but I would have meat two or three times a week at least. Yes. And okay. and yeah. then I'll buy the, the chicken. But I do stir fries, which I get lots of veggies, and sometimes I use those little um, pork fillet things in yep. the stir fries. Um, yeah. Try to keep it as natural as possible. Well, I've never been one to go in for all these tastes and so on. Well, yeah. you know, I don't use lots of, lots of herbs, but um, well, I guess I was brought up that way too, that you just eat good food. Yeah, <laughs> and you just you keep it simple, and you've done a great job at keeping it simple, and I think we just love interviewing people on this podcast, Val, like yourself, that aren't doing majorly fancy things, and you're just keeping it simple and 
doing the basics and we haven't even spoken about your hobbies like sewing and knitting and feng shui or however we like to pronounce it these days. But, you know, it's it's great to see that you're active and it was great to see you at the Wellness Summer. We were truly inspired that at 79, you're still looking to learn and grow and improve and spend time with people and you're a wonderful part of society and you're in the local Probus and you go to jazz concerts and country music festivals and you're line dancing and you're just keeping active and I think it's just it's so wonderful that and it really is inspiring that uh, to see someone even though they're going through challenges as you said uh, to us both at the weekend you know it must be heartbreaking to see um, your husband Noel you know in a nursing home Um, but you know you've got three children you've got family and friends all around you and you're not uh, you you haven't given up you're working harder at ever than than living your best life and living the 100 not out lifestyle and again thank you for sharing um, your wisdom with us and thanks for supporting us and, and the message and as we always like to wish our guests on this podcast Val Lennox may the rest of your life continue to be the best of your life thank you so much Thank you. Our pleasure. Thanks, Dam- Damo, cannot wait to see you in Ikaria or in Athens, I, I must say, uh, in about probably a week to 10 days from this recording. So that's just creeping up in the most beautiful way. Um, I am getting the website ready to open registrations for 2020. We actually have a number of um, people that have been with us, Damo. I haven't told you this. that actually want to come back uh, in 2020. So, I'm feverishly going to put that together before we head over. So, whenever you're listening to this, if you want to join us in 2020, head on over to 100notout.com. All of the details should be ready by the time you listen to this, but if not, they won't be too far away. So, uh, the 2020 longevity experience will be open for applications uh, anytime from now. That's over at 100notout.com. In the meantime, great man to see you in Athens in a not-too-distant future. Um, big shout-out to everyone who makes this podcast possible. Our editor, Joseph Tomo, Rosie Garner, who does our social media, the entire team at The Wellness Couch. To find out more about Damo, head on over to DamienChristoph.com, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. And remember to share this podcast with a friend, family, loved ones. Show them how to listen to podcasts. Open up a brand-new life for them. Thanks again for your support of the 100 Not Out message. And as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.